It's Saturday, December 9th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, a gradual cooling of the still solid labor market extended into November, renewing optimism the economy is still on a glide path for a soft landing. Employers added a seasonally adjusted 199,000 jobs last month, the Labor Department reported Friday, slower than earlier in the year but consistent with gains before the pandemic. When excluding the effects of auto worker strikes in recent months, November's jobs gain was roughly 169,000, slightly cooler than 180,000 in October. Most recent hiring occurred in two big sectors, healthcare and the government. Following the jobs report, all three major stock indices closed at their highest level of the year on Friday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 130.49 points. In other news, the gene editing revolution is jumping from the lab to the marketplace. The U.S. has approved the world's first medicine employing CRISPR technology, a Nobel Prize winning discovery that promised a powerful new tool for modifying genes to treat disease and improve crop production. The new treatment, called Cascavi and developed by Vertex Pharmaceuticals and CRISPR Therapeutics, was cleared Friday for treatment of people with a painful sickle cell disease. The landmark decision by the Food and Drug Administration heralds a powerful new kind of medicine, one that turns off or replaces genes to tackle conditions that have long confounded doctors and researchers. Several companies are developing CRISPR-based therapies for diseases including heart disease, cancer, and rare genetic disorders. Next-generation gene editing techniques promise to make it easier to administer the therapies with fewer side effects. In world news, Guatemalan prosecutors called on electoral authorities Friday to annul this year's general election on grounds that it was marred by irregularities, a move that risks fueling political turmoil a month before President-elect Bernardo Aravallo is due to take office. Anti-corruption prosecutors unveiled a criminal inquiry into June's election in which Aravallo came in a surprise second place, leading to his victory in an August runoff vote. They said irregularities, including the falsification of polling station certificates and manipulation of the computer system that processed the results, compromised the validity of some two million votes. In our particular point of view, the election should be annulled, said Rafael Curiciche, head of the anti-corruption unit at Guatemala's attorney general's office. Guatemala's electoral court should decide whether to annul the elections, he said at a news conference. Back in the U.S., a federal judge on Friday prohibited the separation of families at the border for purposes of determining immigration for eight years, preemptively blocking resumption of a lightning rod Trump-era policy that the former president hasn't ruled out if voters return him to the White House next year. The separation of thousands of families represents one of the most shameful chapters in the history of our country, U.S. District Judge Dana Sabra said moments before approving a settlement between the Justice Department and families represented by the American Civil Liberties Union that ended a legal challenge nearly seven years after it was filed. Sabra, who was appointed by President George W. Bush, ordered an end to separations in June 2018, six days after then-President Donald Trump halted them on his own amid intense international backlash. The judge also ordered that the government reunite children with their parents within 30 days, 
setting off a mad scramble because government databases were not linked. Children had been dispersed to shelters across the country that did not know who their parents were or how to find them. And a California judge on Friday granted class certification to an ongoing pay equity lawsuit against Disney, setting the stage for a jury trial next year over claims that it paid women less than their male counterparts. The suit, originally filed in 2019 by Disney employee LaRonda Rasmussen, alleges that Disney systematically pays women in California less than men in various divisions of the company and claimed that the entertainment giant had violated two state labor laws aimed at preventing workplace sex discrimination. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.